Hi, this is Deborah Ann Wool. Thank you for listening to the Children of Erte podcast, presented by Demiplane. You can join us live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv backslash RPG, or catch up with the VOD of each episode on the Demiplane YouTube channel. Bags are packed, are you ready to go? This time tomorrow we'll be on the road Riding with you in the sunnier days I wouldn't want it any other way Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Children of Erte. We're so excited to have you here with us. Uh, as usual, Adam, tell us about our sponsors. Oh, you're muted, Adam. Please. <laughs> this moment sponsors. of silence brought to you by <laughs> Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. Thank you so much for your continued support. You can grab a an Electrum chest code on the overlay, bouncing around in chat. Thanks, Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. Uh, we have Die Hard Dice, who has supplied our cast with uh we are now at the end of this list wool's wily wayfinders oh nice so we have completed (laughs) our surname pass who knows what is next if you have ideas feel free to send them to me and you might be featured like tall halfling has if you're if you're a short giantess Yes, that's it. <laughs> Short giantess. I love it. Uh, and uh, you can get uh, 10% off with the code Erte, and we will also be giving away a $20 pr- uh promotional discount code uh, in chat. So pay attention to the instructions there for that. And good luck. And finally, tonight, you'll hear the dulcet tones of Sirenscape because epic games need epic sound. I'm Adam Bradford. I'm the CDO at Demiplane. So much going on. Too much going on. Um, I am going to sleep again one day, uh, but but for tonight, for tonight, I am really stoked to be playing Silas Sorrell, your dimensionally displaced magical superfan. Uh, happy soon to be October, everyone, which is Halloween month one, but also Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So rolling into October nicely. I'm Alicia Marie. You can find me on socials at Alicia Marie Body. I'm Getting ready for Halloween, and I actually not got busy a, at all. Not at all. I actually got a really fun um, commission, costume commission. That I think I'm going to take, and it's from someone that all of you guys would know. So it'd be really fun to see to see if I can make it happen. We'll see if I can squeeze cool. it in there because I really want to help this person out. But tonight, I don't know if I have to help anyone tonight. We'll see. I am playing a twenty for Armstrong, who just rolled two twenties in one thing. <laughs> I was talking about that for like, all weekend. I was insufferable all weekend. And people were like, no. you know, there's people who've rolled like three in a row. I was like, I don't care. I will do it. <laughs> anyway. It's pretty I'm iconic. Happy. It's pretty <laughs> iconic. Yeah. I had a heart attack. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I am Jen Kretschmer. You can find me on socials as Dreamwisp. You can find me on Twitch as Dreamwisp Jen. Uh, all sorts of stuff happening that is 
available there. Um, I don't know. I need a better, I need a better tagline for this stuff. Um, but tonight I am playing your friendly neighborhood troublemaker, Maeve Morgan Flynn. Hi, I'm Lauren Urban. I'm the content manager over at Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms, who are apparently sponsoring Quiet Times with Adam. Uh, you can find me on all of the socials as Oboe Lauren. I don't have anything else to really talk about because I took this week off. I, I actually had days off, so I don't know what to do with myself. I am going to Big Bad Con this weekend. So if you are going to be there, please say hi. Um, and tonight I'm playing Carolyn Nebstern, who is so excited to meet an entire population of a whole new plane of existence. Right. Hi, I'm Hope Lavelle. You can follow me on the socials as the Hope Lavelle. You can watch me as the Dungeon Master on Misfits of Alceta every Wednesday, except for tomorrow, because actually when I say every Wednesday, I mean three times a month, <laughs> last Wednesday taken off. <laughs> um, uh, but tonight I will be playing your favorite granny for hire, Miss Robin Beckett, who is just so stoked at how well things went and a little bit surprised and nervous that Tauron <laughs> seems to be gone lots to think about but for now we're hopping through a portal um hashtag same i'm <laughs> a little surprised and nervous about how things <laughs> the tall rod is gone um i'm deborah Obel. i'm your storyteller for this evening um thank you all players everyone at home josh for being here uh let's get something cozy and settle in for the 60th chapter of children of so yes, last time we had a very strategic battle. Ivy, uh, as she opened the portal to her home world as the five of you plus Pivim stood off against Talron, the fire bull. Um, it went surprisingly well. <laughs> I think the worst he did to you was as he died. Um, and uh, But you did, you managed to uh, you know, seemingly apparently take him out just as Ivy was closing the portal around you to her home world. We will pick up there. As you start to take in the space around you, it is clear that a very dense fog surrounds the party. As you look down, you are standing on, on some kind of a sheet of ice and you can just see water lapping at the edge this little ice flow that you have all found yourselves on the water beyond has sort of gentle waves below the mist but you can't see very far in this sort of very it's um it's like a grayish white mist as if it is maybe daylight but no real sunlight is coming through ivy stands with her back to you at one side of this ice flow. Um, as you look at her now, she is quite distinctly changed. The sort of blue uh, diamond encrusted dress that she was wearing seems to have grown all the way down so you can't see her feet. They look like little dew drops or drops of ice along her dress that now just almost blends into the ice flow. Um, where the edges of it hit the water there, it also seems to just continue down, disappearing into the water below. Um, 
up at the top, her hair, which was in tight curls, now is little spikes of almost icicles that kind of hug her face. Her skin is a bluish, pale color, um, and you cannot see her face as she stares off into the mist. Ivy, 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 please don't run anywhere. Are you going to run anywhere? We don't no. feel like running right now. <laughs> There's nowhere to run as you, in this particular so, moment. Are we through the portal and the portal is gone? It is gone. You do not see any sign of the veil. So, are we cold? It's it's chilly, but it is not a uh, winter cold. Okay. Um, Robin is going to just, as she's taking in the space, she's mm-hmm. going to look around at everyone's ankles and realize we didn't really say goodbye to Pivim. Knowing that he's not with us. Oh, Pivim's here. He, he went through the portal. Oh, Pivim came. Can come along. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can no it. Pivim's here. Oh yeah. Sorry I about he was that. Stay. He he he. At that moment, he didn't have much of a choice. <laughs> there was no. kind of nowhere else to go. So yes, Pivim came. Pivim is standing. Maybe you you missed him. He's just hiding behind. Uh, is he no longer leg. a deer? I'm guessing he kind of. No, he's a deer. He's oh, still okay then. He's just a little deer hiding behind. Uh, Hiding behind uh, Neb's legs there. Doing Hi. a bad job of hiding behind Neb because the deer is probably bigger than she is. Oh, that's but, true. Yeah. I sorry, that's true. You were uh... <laughs> okay. Wow, how exciting. Well, um, yeah. All right, then. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so don't run. As you you say this, Silas, to her, and, and, and you kind of look and see there's kind of nowhere to run. You're on this little circle of ice. Silas is convinced she can just run on the water if she so, wants to, so... She tilts her head slightly. You're just getting that back three-quarter line. You can see the sort of forming of, of, of crystals and little drips as it falls off her chin from her skin. Um, her lips, which used to be a bright red, are now brilliantly blue. Her eyes, ice blue. Um, as she sort of turns back to you, there's something oddly... reptilian maybe about her she's lost some of that like you can't see her breathing any longer she seems very still stiller than a mammal might be um she sort of looks back and her eyes dart to catch you she says never fear i owe you a debt oh wow I mean, honestly, I'm going to be honest. I'm a little surprised that, like, you know, you're treating us that way because we all talked about this for days and days and days that this was going to be a huge betrayal when we, you know, got you out of the mirror. (laughs) But, like, it appears that that's not the case. Like, are you on the up and up right now? (laughs) Um, Again, she maybe twists her head looking off in another direction, almost as if she heard something. She goes, follow me, and does indeed step onto the water. Right where her foot is, ice begins to form beneath, creating a walkway. As she steps forward, it remains. As she begins to create a bit of an ice path into the mist ahead of her. Where where are we going? Oh my God. Where, where Where are we headed? Safety. 
Silas is going to start like flying behind, like still fairly low. <laughs> yes. But he's going to do the thing that like dogs do when they're like off the leash. Sometimes they like <laughs> go like as far as they can go to one side and then weave back. But but I am trying to like take in like what else might be around us as I'm doing. Gotcha. This. Give me a perception check for that. You can roll that. That's a zero. It. No, sorry, one. I got a one. one. Um, this is dense, thick fog. Uh, you can't see very far at all. And in fact, even the, the surface of the water, as you get down close to it and try to, you can hear it, this little lap of waves, but you can't see through it. It's, it's very, very dark beneath the water and you can't get very far from the group if you don't want to lose them. Yeah, I don't want to lose them under any <laughs> circumstance do I want to lose them. So, um, but, but I will, I will, uh, as I'm doing this, and again, I don't know how long, uh, other uh -huh. things are going to be on hold here for, but like, as I'm doing this, I am going to float the ring into the water. Okay. Just see if it like freezes immediately before I put it all the way under, but I'm like lighting it up and kind of floating it as I'm flying to see if I can see anything under the water better with the ring lit up. Okay. So as she's walking ahead of you all, and you can tell me if you're following or not, and her, yes. her train mm -hmm. drags creating this icy pathway behind her, almost like a, you know, like a snail trail behind her through the water. It's, you know, barely two, three feet wide, but you're able to just sort of navigate single file after her as she walks off into the mist, seeming to listen or sense, even sniff the air um, as she goes. Silas, you, you watch him zigzagging back and forth and the ring comes down and dips below the water. Silas, you are able to do it. It does not disappear. Um, you can see the light but pretty quickly as it goes deeper it gets faint fast i bring it back because i do not want to lose anything yes. else like i lost everything else on the train <laughs> does the air does it taste like salt spray or does it taste uh give me a, a perception check on that please um 18 this tastes like fresh water to you okay smells like fresh water. So you're saying that Ivy's, just Ivy's eyes look different to us. Is that it? Or Her eyes, her hair, her dress, her skin, everything has kind of, whatever it was before, it's now, it's now sort of from 10% to 80%. You know, this, yeah. this sort of bluish complexion is now fully very, this icy blue. Um, you know, the hair that was sort of tight little curls has become these sort of icicle spikes. Do we hear any other kind of sounds like in particular birds? Um, even without a perception check, I'm gonna say no. It's very still. All you hear is the sort of gentle lap of the waves around you and the, the drag of her, her dress, maybe your own footsteps on the ice, the little bit of cracking at the edges. But we don't I, have many choices here. I, I, <laughs> exactly. It's like, are we going to your, your house? Are we to like, guess we're... <laughs> um, at this point, you followed her long enough that you can now no longer see the ice flow that you came from behind you. Um, it has disappeared in this white gray mist. Uh, you are standing on a thin plank of ice <laughs> in the middle of endless ocean as far as you can perceive. 
uh, she continues to walk forward, mostly very silently. Feruza, when you ask, are we going to your house as <laughs> you're trying to, and your voice, it doesn't echo. If anything, it almost feels dampened by this, you know, the, the cloud cover, the mist around you, it, it, as if you were in a, a sound isolated room. Um, she does not hesitate. If anything, she sort of speeds up. Uh, she repeats, safety, I hope. Is, is this what it's like in your domain all the time or is this different than you were expecting? As you ask that, um, she stops, smells the air, listens again. She says, yes, this way. She doesn't answer you. But after about another five, 10 minutes walk, you do see a shoreline. It has snow, ice, you know, steeped upon it. As she steps up onto that space, testing it with her foot first and steps up her, her, her long dress kind of flowing up in a train behind her, having grabbed more of the water to make ice of this train. She turns around, looks to you all and says, Welcome to Tiver. Is that uh, the name of your whole realm or of this specific island? Tiver is my kingdom. And is this what you expected? Is this what it's normally like? She says, um, yes. This it's is lovely. <laughs> this is so as Tiver exists. Um, a, a little glint in her eye shifts as she does sort of look around and says i however do not sense my people like at all what, 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 do, you, what do you mean you, you you can't sense your your people normally i feel their vibrations in the air in the ice and the mist above how many people do you have oh countless numbers i sense them not well, so could your huge absence have something to do with like, d doesn't the world fall apart when you're gone? I fear, yes. Good answer. Good question, I mean, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is there anything we can do to help at least find some civilization? I'm, I'm assuming we all have questions. You've been gone for so long, you're probably looking for answers of what's happened while you've been gone. We've never been here before. So how do we find some people? Oh, follow me. We'll find the palace. Is there going to be anything oh. to eat at this palace? A palace. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even um, think of that. <laughs> she, she kind of cocks her head. Oh, food. I've forgotten the joys. Oh. Oh, do you want a good, uh, a really good, Barry, I've taken that one left. Hold on. <laughs> you want a really good berry? Yeah. And I'll pull up because I did a couple left from the last time that I got it. Oh, really good berry. It's really, really good. This is basically what I've been living on for the last 15 days. All of us have. The jerky <laughs> ran out days ago. We've forgotten the joys of, of food. Um, do you, you hand her one? I offer it, yeah. She puts out her fingers, her nails are long, sharp ice 
uh, you know, her fingers seem to have elongated again into, into long sort of icicle fingers with these long, thin, clear nails on them. As she sort of places her hand out and you place the berry, the instant it touches her skin, it's like flash frozen. Oh, um, get me one, get me one. <laughs> she closes her hand around it and it almost turns to this little blue snowy dust that falls from her fingers. She looks at you. A very good berry indeed. Wait, did you just eat that through your hand or did you just it? <laughs> she just, she didn't get it anywhere near her mouth, but uh, yeah, she just sort of crushed it and dropped it. Um, Snow cones. Snow yeah. cones, exactly. We were she... thinking about making all the berries into like uh, scones, and but I didn't even think about like ice cream or something like that. That'd be amazing. Very good berry snow cone. Um. Silas is way too curious at this point. He takes like I don't know lint out of his pocket, or you yes. know just some, like a, a wrapper gum wrapper that he found or something, and he uh, floats it telekinetically, like you know not not like super obvious trying to uh -huh. hit her with it, but he just floats it up to like touch her, like you know. Uh, her her shoulder or something. Oh no, she dodges it. She dodges she, it. She dodges it as you send this like item towards her. She doesn't really, you know, she doesn't ju jump, but she's fast, right? Like again, almost like a reptilian reflex. She just sort of suddenly she's in a you know a few inches to the side, and it just sort of floats past her she looks at it and looks back at you and you know even without an insight check you can see it's the kind of glare of a queen i just want to see it like if we touch you are we going to just like disintegrate like that berry just did like because i don't want to accidentally touch you if that's the case she, she crushed it right she crushed the berry yes it, it sort of flash froze in her palm and then she crushed it um she looks back at you and she says i've seen terminator like best, best Terminator be careful too. then, my friend. Oh Lord, Silas like literally floats backwards a little bit more. Like <laughs> he, as moon, he's flying. he moon floats. Yeah, yeah Silas, it, the personal space is going to be very important here. Yeah. <laughs> Have we seen anything other than the shoreline that has not been made of water or ice yet? Even the shoreline, as you think back on it, was just iceberg. Okay. There's nothing in the water. There's no movement in the water. Not. That you can not that you can tell, uh, you know, with with what you've done so far. Uh, okay. She's starting to walk up this snowy rise again into the mist. Um, at this point, everything is covered in snow. But as I said, you're not you're not freezing, right? This it looks like Antarctica, or actually, it looks like the Arctic. Um, but you don't feel you're you're cold. It's chilly, but it isn't like that. To the bone cold that you're used to. Um, something about the air is bracing, but not debilitating. Okay. So it's crisp. It's crisp. As we're following... Very main. <laughs> Comfy main. Comfy uh, main. As we're following her... Yes. I think Nev is like head on a swivel looking everywhere, <laughs> listening to everything. <laughs> If we're not seeing anything besides ice and water and ice and water, she's gonna she's gonna think of about what her kidney feels right now. Yes. What's the weather supposed to be like today and into tomorrow? Like, what is the weather like in this place? Static. You at this point, if it's twenty four hours, you said. Uh, yeah, it's over the next day. Unchanging, oddly 
consistent weather. Just fog, lots Just of fog. Fog. Almost, there's no wind. You don't feel any wind. It's just this damp, overhanging cloud. Really? It's going to be like this, at least for the rest of the day and tomorrow. Why do I feel like it's been like this for a while, though? Yeah, this place is like an empty shell. She's been gone too long. Maybe like, not, I, yeah. I, I, I hope that she's going to get back to the palace like in the video game. And then, like, she's going to touch something, and it's going to, like, charge up. And then, like, uh, light's going to radiate out, and, you know, she's going to let it go. And, you know, everything everything's going to be fine after that. Did you get that from her, Silas? Did, like, you read her mind, and that's where you got no, that from? Gosh, How do you know? No, gosh, no. Uh-uh. No, I, I tried to read her mind a couple of times already, and um, and it was not a fun experience. So that's not going to happen. Unless she goes all killer frost on us, and then I might do it. She continues to walk forward after, again, a few minutes of walking through now what is just endless white snowy plains in this dense fog. And again, in, in the whiteout of this space, it would be very easy to get turned around. And all you know, to, you know, all you can do is follow her through this directionless void as she sort of seems to sniff and listen and feel her way through this environment. She seems to stop. We seem to stop too. You seem to stop. <laughs> she stops. We stop. Yeah. In a, a featureless space, but she holds one hand out, just trembling her fingers. A couple of drops of water drip from her icy fingertips, and as they hit the snow below, a little bit of blue light begins to match her hand. The, with the ground and it opens very lightly gently almost as if it's just melting away and as it does you see a spiral staircase made of crystal ice heading down into the snow your castle is underground <gasps> this is like a fairy tale i think She begins to descend. I'm following. Me too. She begins to walk down the spiral staircase. You notice features that have been carved out of the ice in the walls. Uh, this solid block of iceberg has just been carved out to create whatever shape is needed. Um, as she goes down, though, you begin to notice more and more destruction. Banisters of this icy space have been torn apart. Um, pieces have fallen down to the bottom. She becomes more and more distressed. Uh, a confused, vulnerable look crossing her face as she reaches the bottom and her tiny little ice slipper hits the ground. She walks forward into a large open space. There is icy uh, crystal window at the top skylight above you probably 40 feet up above letting in some of the light from above in this space there are columns around the side that had once been intricately carved but now are all knocked down uh pieces scattered around the ground um you notice in the center a pool of water uh, again it is dark like the water that you saw outside um 
just this clean pool and yet another spiral staircase that seems to go up and up and up toward that skylight. Do you live alone, Ivy, first of all? She, said, she says, I never used to be alone. I used to be surrounded by subjects day and night and night and day. Now there appears to be only day and no subjects. Do, do you have any idea what might have happened to them? Because we're kind of new here and we don't know how this stuff works so much. She stops, takes a deep breath in through her nose. Floris was here. Oh. Wait, is that the air person? I, um, yeah. And the only way he'd find his way is with a scribe. This does not bother. <gasps> oh. Is that Julian? Did Julian betray you? I do not, I mean, yes, <laughs> but I do not know. It could be Julian, it could be whoever, if he is alive. If he is not alive, then I do not know who the scribe is. When when you can, obviously you're sensing that they were here. Do you have any idea how long ago? All I know is this kind of destruction could not have been done by anyone other. What if Fleuris just came and like rescued your people? Cause you're going like a long time, right? Maybe they were like, you know, oh no, our planet or world or whatever this place is, is about to completely, you know, buckle on top of itself. We need to be saved. And Fleuris came and was like, I shall save thee and like move them to, you know, the, uh, the air place. Mm -hmm. You've given Fleuris a lot of credit. So wait, out of all of the rulers, Ivy, are you trying to tell me that you're the only nice one? <laughs> she <laughs> smiles <laughs> slightly. She says, I have seen more than the others. They have not been to Erte. They have not learned your ways. So our ways softened your heart? That is so sweet. <laughs> wow. Your ways, Julian, or perhaps my own weakness. Well, I don't think caring for other people is a weakness, but That's you're right, right that we should find out what happened to your people. It, so a scribe is the only one that can open portals. There's no, no one else who can open a portal, even if it's from one realm to another. We like, can not only, even Erte. We can only open portals from our own worlds to the veil. Um, there is no way Flores could have made it here if he did not have the assistance of a school. Like, like, why is that? Are there like, is there some like ancient rule book or something? Like, are there things more powerful than you? That we say are all bound by the powers of nature oh. and creators that came before us, perhaps even unknown to us. Okay. Well, if you're palace is not the place where we're going to find anybody where would be the next place to go did, did you have any idea of if there was like a natural disaster where where people would shelter her eyes light up it has been so long the beacon she what looks to you and she looks down at the pool the beacon will call them to us he must oh. have disrupted it uh the pool oh down the kingdom of Tiber. I thought we were in the kingdom of Tiber already. This is the entrance to Tiber. <gasps> Tyburn is in there? Will you follow? 
Can we breathe? Yeah. She turns to you, holding out an icy finger. Oh, may I? Wait, we're about to freeze dry. Sure, go ahead. I've lived long enough. <laughs> she walks up to Robin and places one finger right on your, you know, on the center of your head, sort of your third eye. You feel a jolt of cold as a ring of ice, like a crown, a tiara, encircles your head. Something about you, instantly, not cold. This is normal environment for you. You feel very, very comfortable in your skin. And now it's almost as if the the air and the mist, you're not, almost like you're not taking up any space. It's all just moving right through you. You guys have to check this out. Okay. I mean, I was going to turn into a shark, but th that that <laughs> sounds like fun. She reaches out to you, Neb. Yeah. She presses another finger into your forehead and you too, a crown uh, is created, a sort of ice crown around your head and you feel the same sensation come over you. Thank you. I lean forward. <laughs> she touches your forehead, same. The crown comes around. Now each of these look a little different, a little bit specific to who you are and whatever your ah. essence is that brings it into into being. Um, but it all sort of has this sort of bluish glow of a wreath, a tiara, a crown around your head. Uh, very Greek. <laughs> Olive Silas? leaves. Shall we do it? Okay. All right. She touches <laughs> each of you simultaneously as it sort of the, the water drips off of her fingers and forms and rivulets around your head. She also reaches down, looks at Pivim. Shall you join us? And touches his little forehead, which grows into little little thorny vines of, uh, of ice crown. She says, follow me. Uh, before, before we go, um, how long is this going to last? And does that mean we can talk underwater? Let's find out. Okay. <laughs> she steps into the pool, her foot sinking below the surface. And again, everything on her seems to instantly sort of soak up like wet paper towels or, you know, like fabric, soak up the water as she steps in, as everything sort of seems to transform. She steps a few more feet in until she is entirely submerged. You look down and these spiky icicles of hair have now fallen out into just long, white, gray ringlets behind her head. Um, she just smiles, looking up at you through the surface of the water and continues to step down into its depths. I'll follow. Right. I'm, I'm right there. Neb, you step in. It does not feel cold. And again, it's as if you almost don't take up any space. The water seems to flow through you instead of around you. You step further down and as it rises up over your lips, there's a momentary reaction of holding your breath, but you allow, and it does not seem to be a problem, almost as if perhaps gills have grown in the back of your throat. You step down, you can see, you're not cold, you can breathe, you try speaking. Gravity seems to be holding you to this um, sort of icy clear crystal ramp that leads down in a spiral uh, below this pool. I'll look up at everybody through the water and just, just, come on, come on, come on. No air bubbles come out 
she I love how we always let fun. Neb try things. Like she's the tanker. I don't know if it's you let more than she just goes and does things. So it's not it's not wholly on on you. Neb does just rush into things, but she is gonna continue yeah. to follow Ivy down after you she follow her you down. down. Um, yes, yeah. yeah. As you all begin to file down into the water, um, other than it is absolutely water, it does not give you resistance any more than air would. Um, this feels very much like you are just walking through air as you step down into this space. Um, as you look down beneath you now, as you look up, it's just white. It's very hard to make up. Just as the, the water was just black, dark water as you looked down, as you look up now, you can make out very little detail above. It is just the white of the mist and the snow and the ice above you. As you look down, you can see that this icy spiraling ramp continues down in a whirlpool. It's extraordinarily wide circle that goes around and around, continuing to descend in a, in a tornado whirlpool pattern. Along this path are globes. They appear to be made of stained glass with white leaded, you know, balls around. Um, uh, they, the glass is the color of, of sea glass, as if it's been sort of pastelled and rubbed, you know, clean by sand and water and erosion. Um, they are spaced along this path as it gets lower and lower and deeper and deeper. Um, she begins to walk down. It's quite a walk to this first globe. Um, and as you look around, you can see schools of fish circling some of these globes, almost like the rings of Saturn, uh, as they spin around and around. You hear the distant song of whales and perhaps catch a shadow of something off in the distance flying through the, the, the water as though it was air. Are those your people? <laughs> she looks to you and says, well, I protect them, but no. So they are, are your people subject. like people like do they look like you do they look like us they had take many forms do i recognize any of the fish that are circling around this globe yeah i mean i would say they 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 probably remind you of a lot of the fish that you've read in your books or that you remember from home but there there is something slightly fantastical, a little exaggerated about each of them. Um, you know, something that, you know, a clownfish, maybe somebody that, although that's not correct for this place, uh, mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, who cares? Uh, <laughs> might be extra, you know, the eyes are a little extra large or the, mm -hmm. the, the stripes a little more defined. There's something a little bit extra lively and um, uh, fantastical about them. I'm going to sidle up to Robin as we like, I'll, I'll hold myself back just enough so that I can get next to Robin. Uh, Robin, we, we need to keep following Ivy, right? Yes. Why? I, because we should absolutely keep following Ivy because that, that would be the smart thing to do. <laughs> right? I'm not Silas. I can't read minds. Yeah. I'm trying to convince myself not to go off and talk to everything in this ocean. Do you hear the whales? Just think of 
what or who we're going to be able to talk to if we do follow her. That, that's a good point. It's a very good point. Thank you for having this conversation with me. <laughs> Anytime. Anytime that keeps you from running off, yes, come to me first. I can't guarantee that that's going to happen, but <laughs> but I, I appreciate you playing along when I, I know what I should be doing, but the those whales, that sounded really pretty. Yeah. But that'll be, we'll, late, we'll go talk to them later. As you're looking at each other, you notice things like, again, you're walking with ease down this ramp, but Robin's hair does sort of float behind her as if it's, you know, floating in the water. Um, you know, no air bubbles, but there's maybe a current of something that just kind of passes your vision in front of you and small schools of fish that swim by. And and yeah, Nabal offer, nothing seems to follow any kind of earth code, right? There are fish that seem tropical, fish that seem freshwater, fish that seem saltwater. This is just sort of some beautiful liquid that all of these creatures can benefit from the way that you are now existing within this environment um, due to her magic. Uh, finally, she approaches the first planetary globe uh, that is along this path. Um, again, as she comes closer, you begin to see the destruction. The glass has been broken in several places. The whatever the the sort of metal is that is the leading between it has been bent and busted. Um, pieces having fallen down. She stops, uh, nervous, and cautiously then steps forward into there. You know, there's an archway that you know leads from this this ramp into the globe. It's large. This is at least a 60 foot wide, you know, uh, in diameter kind of globe that circles around this. The ramp stops about 20 feet in. There's another ramp on the other side, uh, 20 feet that leads out opposite. Um, and there is a wildly spinning golden compass. Uh, it's large good, you know, three, four feet in diameter itself. And it is just spinning in and on itself, whirling around within the center. Um, and one look at her face tells you that is not what it's supposed to be doing. Quick, quick Ivy, what do we do? Um, she looks to it uh, and she, she says, this is the work of Floris. It must be, uh, he has destroyed the beacon. This is the uh, I, 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 this is the only way that I can call all of my subjects back to me. Now I know how to repair it, but if it is spinning this wildly, it means that the core has also been disturbed. And that is at the bottom. Of what? She simply looks down and you can see there's a hole in the bottom of this, you know, where everything has fallen down and broken the glass, where you can see the spiral of this ice crystal ramp as it continues to go down into the dark uh, with several of these glass globes on it. Well, that looks downright precarious. I mean, that's probably pretty easy for you to just get down there and grab it real quick, right? Uh, she looks to it now. She says, uh, I don't know. This requires my attention. It must be fixed or whatever we do down there will not matter. Um, better, perhaps, for you to go and see what has disturbed it while I work on repairing the destruction here. 
And there's nothing we can do to help you, you were say here? She, he looks at you and she, she sort of evaluates you. She says, no, not for some time, I don't think. You begin to see again some of the magic, the blue light within her own hands and fingers as she reaches out and concentrating is able to stop the compass from swirling. Um, it is still rapidly spinning, but she can keep at least its orbit in place. Um, you see her sort of reach around and she's slowly using her magic to try to summon back some of these pieces. Um, she even can open the back of this sort of semi-mechanical piece and, and you can already see she is doing fairly complex <laughs> mm -hmm. muttering incantations um, as she tries to begin to repair this. Okay. So getting down to this thing, does it look like you just jump off into it? Um, or like, is there like a walkway? I don't know if I completely... So the walkway of spiral ramp continues down there. You can continue to walk okay. along the ramp. Swimming down is up to you. Oh. If you would rather do that. Okay, um, before we go, what, what does the core look like and what should we do when we get there? Um, well, it controls the magnetism of Tiver, of course. Um, I don't know what Fleurus has done to disrupt it, but something is blocking the connection and I cannot get the beacon to work unless it has been removed. So can I ask one more question about this? I mean, it's not that we're not going to go down here and see what's going on with the core and try to get that straightened out and everything. Um, but so you said that you couldn't feel your people's vibrations. Mm. If this does get fixed, uh, where are they going to be returning from if you don't think they're already here in this world? I, I think I cannot feel them because they have descended farther than my senses will reach, but it is dangerous down there. Where we're going, you're saying? Perhaps. <laughs> of oh. course, of course it is, but that's I okay. I don't know where they are. I hope this will call them back to me where I can protect them again. Okay. And so, so we're new here. We know nothing about your world. Is there anything you can tell us about it? He says, I'm afraid I know little about it myself. It has been so long. Um, so we really don't know what's down there right now. Uh, I, down there. The core has always worked for me before. Uh, all I know is that I need the connection. And assuming that it's at least in the same spot it was, how long is it going to take us to get there? How fast do you travel? Uh, well, like this, eh, okay. But I mean, if we gotta go faster, I uh, can... forty feet for <laughs> six seconds. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, she says it will probably take you several cycles. Okay. So we all should go, right? Obviously, no time right? like the present. Let's okay. Yeah. Get on down there. Right. Um. I have an idea. Yes. Maybe when we get down there, I mean, uh, Silas, you said you weren't able to like probe her mind, but you can you send her messages like 
or not I, I can send her, you know, a uh, hundred or so feet probably like, oh. um, as long as I know where she roughly is, but I, uh, I have a real feeling as dark as that is down there. And we're not seeing anything about a core from where we are that I'm not going to be able to see her or know where she is when we get down there. It is unlikely. Um, she looks to all of you. She says, I know you are as anxious to learn about Julian's fate as I am. Mm-hmm. A little bit of, if she could cry underwater, a little bit of rimming on her eyes. She says, this could help me locate him. And perhaps Sold. we could um, help, perhaps he could help you find what you are looking for. How truthful does she seem there? Give me an insight. <laughs> Uh, 14. 14. Um, you believe that fixing this will allow her to sense him if he's here. Um, she continues as she sort of looks each of you over. She says, I, I don't know why you followed me here. I'm glad that you did. She looks up back towards the surface. She says, you can go back anytime. I will happily open a portal for you if that's what you prefer. And I feel I should let you know, Tiver is a special place. The mist holds the spirits of those we have lost. If we wish to speak with them, that is where they might hear us. And if you are lucky, they may even answer. Well, I don't know about everybody else. I am interested and concerned about Julian, but we were sent on this by someone. Someone orchestrated the, the whole thing that's happened for the last 15 days. I don't know why. So I, I want to find out who and why. And I think at this point, helping you fix this world and maybe figuring out what's going on with the others is the best way possible. Wait a minute, is this the here? underworld? Are you saying this is the underworld? Silas under a world. No, 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 no. Like, so you spent time on Erte. Are you familiar with, you know, like Hela and, um, you know, Hades? This and... is Tiver. Silas thinks we're dead. Like, did did you like read books or something? While you like, what I'm saying is like, did you did you hear stories? About a place where the spirits of the dead are collected. Oh, there are many stories from your world that I loved. Hmm. Is this the underworld then? Like, is that what you're trying to tell us? She's confused by your question. Oh my gosh. She says, yes, that you, there is, the mist may allow you to speak to those that you have lost. Like people we've lost, like on Erte. Yes. Really? People that have been lost anywhere on any of these worlds. Whether they respond, I cannot say, but they will be able to hear you. Oh, uh, and and we just have to fix this compass and we can do that? You can do that now. Speak to people? Climb the stairs to the mist and the mist will do the rest. So it is down to the core or it is up backwards. To the conversation. Well, the 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 mist isn't going anywhere. 
right? Like this, this is, that's normal. So if we go down and fix the core, it's not like we're losing the opportunity to go talk to people who've been dead. Wait, is the mist somewhere that we're not right now? So you have gone down in the pool. Yeah. So it would be going back up into the main room where there was the stair leading upwards. Got it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's, I mean, let's go. Remember when I named my character Catabasis? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Let's go see what's going on with this core. I'm sure that it's like something terrible because that's just what always happens with us. But. But I mean, we no. just we just like annihilated some fireball. Like we annihilated a fireball. I'm sure we can handle whatever's down there. If would the mists the mists would have the spirits of those of, who are lost from your you, world? She says you can communicate with spirits lost from anyone through the mist. Okay. This is a conduit, not a. It's a conduit. Okay. I I do not claim to believe that they exist within the mist, but it does allow us to speak to them. You have um, similar processes in your world. I believe they're seances, mediums. Like mediums? Yeah. They can speak to lost spirits, lost souls, and if you are lucky, they may respond. It is something of that matter. I ran a con like that one time uh, <laughs> and 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 made out like a genuine bandit and like seriously like years later they made it like pretty much into a television show. <laughs> like I was like really upset and I'm like the mentalist what is this you know and and it's like I was doing that before that was cool. They've been running that <laughs> since before Houdini. Yeah. Well, okay, we're just going to throw caution to the wind and take the stairs or swim down and figure out how to fix something we've never seen in our lives. I think we can let's, do it. Uh, let's go fix it because it, she just said it's like blocking stuff. So I'm sure, you yeah. know, just be putting like a washcloth. I have a lot of towels in my bag still. <laughs> so <laughs> put, put it put it in the catch or something and then keep turning the faucet on and off and it's just going to unblock. Hopefully all your towels aren't completely soaked, but uh, (laughs) even if we can't fix it, maybe we can at least find out what's wrong with it and come back and get more information or have more information to give to Ivy. So, And since we can trust her, we're good. Right, Robin? (laughs) Robin Robin is actually not paying attention. (laughs) I had a feeling. She's just kind of looking up with her back. Her back's kind of slightly... Turned and what? Uh, sorry, my hearing aid. What was that? Uh, let's, let's just go down and fix the problem real quick, and then we'll go talk to to anyone that we want to talk to. Does that sound like a plan? Oh yes, yes. The core. I mean, if it's in pieces, you know. I once won a speed puzzle tournament. I can put anything together quite quickly. <laughs> so why don't we just go down there? And if it's like a jigsaw puzzle, I'll have it together in no time. More mirror shards. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Except now it's a 3D object because it's, it's a circle. Yeah. So, so, so Ivy, uh, Ivy uh, uh, clarifies by saying, 
This is broken up here. She will fix it. She just needs you to remove the obstruction down below. So the obstruction is going to be like some kind of sea serpent or just some horrible, horrible nightmare. She, she just, know. she just needs whatever is blocking the magnetism, disrupting the magnetism to be removed, so that once she fixes uh, the compass here, she can then send out a beacon. And all we have right, all the tools. You guys, we've fought, you know, big monsters and, and creatures and otherworldly things while we've been down here. We can handle whatever's standing in front of this thing. <laughs> right. Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's go. Are you walking? Are you just Silas is you flying. Like, Silas the is water. flying. Like, she's just straight gonna, down. You're go straight uh -huh. down? That's Robin's it. Good yeah, to, like, I mean, I'm going to stay close enough to them. But, yeah. like, Silas, is, uh, Silas has gotten to a point where it's like he's trying not to waste physical motion as much as possible. And so he's mm -hmm. just like, literally like he'll, he'll stay with them and he keeps chattering and talking because uh -huh. he's actually fairly scared uh -huh. of going into a super dark place like this. But like, uh, <laughs> but so he keeps talking to keep himself, you know, not as nervous, but, but he's just going to kind of float at the same rate that they're going down. If, uh, you know what I keep thinking this is like, you know, when you see like, I don't know, on YouTube, you see those people who are, um, they're trained, they're deep dive trainers. And it's like those big pools that just go straight down in yep. the darkness. Yep. That's why I keep yeah. going. Yep. I keep thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's that is what like. it is. But there's this, you know, almost like a jet stream, you know, riptide yeah. that circles around of these these planet globes on this ramp that can. So you can walk. You can Do swim. You can sink. It is up okay. to you. Do the planet globes resemble planets we know? They, not in a sort of detailed way. I mean, more in just an abstract, you know, the way that planets circle on an orbit, you know, it has that if you were looking at it from the top down, you know, it would have that kind of planetary orbiting. Uh, well, I, I'm it. just but wondering no, if not the specifically like, are yeah. like, do they look like Earth and not you know, in that Mars way? No, and... not, not specifically features like mm -hmm. that. They're Do they're they much more like um, uh, like greenhouses. They have kind of that royal, palatial, beautiful glass with leaded feel to them. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, I'm just I'm trying to get to. Um, do they look like a different galaxy? Do they look like they, like did, did someone did someone construct stained glass orbs of? Another solar system. To suggest a different, a different. Um, um, again, yeah. not not specifically. It does okay. aesthetically suggest mm -hmm. things okay. like that. But no, there's no there's no sort of inherent logic that you can, you know, sense in that in that regard. These are these are beautiful uh, ornaments, Christmas okay. tree ornament kind of feel to them. Um, as we're going down, you, Robin is just talking a yeah. lot she's kind of just like oh well if there's an obstruction well once i did log tossing in scotland so it should be i just you know you lift with <laughs> labor toss and, and yeah and 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 she's just like oh and then back in my day and like it's more than usual like she's just right. gonna go over and just put a hand on her shoulder are you walking or are you sinking i haven't i haven't heard this. i I'm thinking yeah you're all sinking if that's what yeah. I want to honor this yeah. moment, uh, <laughs> as you jump off the plank here. So Silas flies down a little bit ahead. 
Um, uh, the rest of you step off the edge of the ramp and just begin to float down. Uh, you sink essentially your speed. Um, and as you do, and you look up and you see Ivy watching you go as she peers over the edge, her, her long whitish blonde strands flying above, uh, you just see the sort of white misty sky way above letting some light sink through as she watches you go and you just see her shooting more of this blue light from her fingers and muttering as she attempts to repair the compass ahead of her and you turn your attention below. All right, go ahead. You put your hand on her shoulder. I want to go over and just sort of put my hand on, on Robin's shoulder. Oh, oh I'm, so, I, I'm sorry. I was, was I talking too much? I, I get that way sometimes. And, just, and she's like kind of biting her nails a little bit. You okay, Miss Robin? I'm given, given. Keen. Wait, what? Oh yeah, Bibbum. Bibbum's there. He's. Oh. Hi guys. Oh, this is almost as good as a shower. <laughs> I wonder what. I wonder what'll happen clean. when we. Yeah, when we leave the pool, are we gonna be wet? <laughs> Something tells me no. As you, as Pivim floats down, as you say that, you see him just singing a little song and scrubbing around, trying to, you know, he pulls his shirt off, you know, up to sort of let the water get underneath there and clean him off a little, uh, doing little bits of strokes as he pulls himself deeper. There's something comforting about the fact that he's not scared. He's you know? not scared. He does not seem scared at all. He's okay. he's just he's just <laughs> loving the the environment. This is cool. If, if it helps with Feruza, at least Neb is not scared at all either. Yeah. Or or, or she is more fascinated and excited and mm -hmm. curious that mm. if there is any fear, it's it's well buried. Right. 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 Silas's fear. I, I want to clarify in his head. The fear is just the dark. Like he does, he would actually just like rather face some demon down at the bottom of this. Like, and he's not scared of that. He is scared of the dark. Like, but we have lights all the way down, right? Yeah, there, yeah. Well, yeah. that's why he bathes in light yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, but still, like that dark down there is that's like it. he doesn't know yeah. if that's going to be lit up, yes. and he's scared. Yeah. For, that's it. So, For Fruz, it's the unknown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just. As you continue to sink and you pass by, and these globes are, you know, up here, this is still a really wide track that you're sinking down the sort of the center of. The globes were off. You can see they're different colors. One of the closer ones that's large seems to, through the glass, you can just make out what seem to be trees. Um, just, you know, enormous uh, uh, growth of, of leaves and algae or whatever it is in there, some sort of weird forest within the globe. Um, another one is flickering light. Almost like mosquitoes in a trap. Um, each of these globes seem to have. Some of them are multiple globes, three in a row, like pearls on a string. Um, some of them in different colors. Uh, some of them, all different sizes, uh, and they all sort of live on this track as you sink deeper and deeper. Um, all of you, as you have been sinking now for at least ten minutes. Now you feel some currents push you around a little bit. Okay. Don't try to fight it. It's the worst thing you can do when you're in Riptide. Is it like is a it whirlpool? 
like a it, circle. It, it feels like something like the water itself is trying to grab at your feet or your Ooh. hands or or your your head. It just suddenly kind of gets pulled a little bit as you resist, um, like a sudden gust of wind, a sudden current that sort of grabs at you a little bit. Are we still in a place in where there's plenty of other fish and life around? There is less life here as you are sinking down. Most of the sort of activity was higher up. It is darker here. The The light from the surface is pretty much, uh, you know, just that circle of light pinpointed way far away. Um, here, it's the glow of whatever globes are nearby uh, that seem to be giving just a very sort of gentle light. Um, in fact, Robin and Neb, as you float and feel this little sort of tug at your leg, you'd have sworn in the swirl of water in front of you, you saw some kind of a face. Hey, hey, hey Neb, Neb. Yeah. <laughs> you remember how uh, Ivy said that her subjects came in many different forms. They yeah. take many different forms. Just food for thought, you know. Anybody else see that? See what? See what? <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, every time, I, I thought it was just the current, but I wonder if there's someone. Is there someone there? As Hello? you're speaking, Neb, you feel something grab your leg and jolt you down about five feet before you stop. All of you seem to have seen some kind of a hand practically <gasps> made of water in the water pull her uh, with a tremendous force in that direction. Hey. Um, go ahead. That's not nice. Hey, hey, stop, stop. <laughs> I you agree. Feel, you also Ow. feel your arm get pulled by whatever this little riptide is as you are spun around. And indeed now there is a face in the current of the water and you can see several other current of these sorts of faces and, and water begin to swirl around you. Everyone please roll initiative. <gasps> oh my gosh. No what? way. <laughs> oh my God. Deb lied to us. <laughs> you went faster than I anticipated. <laughs> okay, like, what? <laughs> uh, we didn't even get a short rest That's in never today. Been no, no, I was like, they're not resting. They're just jumping. Okay, here we go. No Let's do it. I got to get my book out. I thought yeah. we were getting a short rest. But I, we... eh, you know. <laughs> oh, boy. I didn't even prepare this myself. There was curiosity and whale song. And so there we go. There was. Okay, let's start with Neb. 12. A 12 for Neb. And Robin. 23. 23 for Robin. Nice. And Feruza. 15. 15 for Feruza. And Maeve. Uh, also 23. 23 for Maeve. You guys can duke it out. Darius. Silas. Cinco. Five yeah. for Silas. Um, and then Pivum. Where did I put him? Right, okay. 
Okay. I'm, I'm sorry, that was a six if it matters. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. I rolled a two and not a one, so I wanted to clarify that. I'll move you up one there. That'll work. Okay, great. Um, all right, we have Robin and Maeve. You guys are up first. Whoever's Dexy, I mean, that could be probably you, Maeve, but you are also welcome to uh, take that in any order you want. Um, since since Robin saw them first, cool. I, I'll say, go for it, Robin. Go ahead. Okay. Um, Robin doesn't quite want to attack yet. She doesn't know if these are subjects that, you know, Ivy would be mad if we attacked or anything. So right. Robin, knowing that we're not really seeing them very well, mm -hmm. and she's just going to, like, try to cast Sea Invisibility and see if okay. that helps. Okay. Uh, I don't believe it will do anything for you. Okay. Um, that which which will reveal to you, I suppose, that yeah. this is a more natural camouflage that is occurring. That's this what I is, figured. Yes. So that that is information learned on yeah. that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Robin will just say, uh, "Keep your eyes peeled. They seem to be made of water. So just be sharp." And um, and she's not going to do anything else for her turn. She doesn't okay. Really they're sort of circling around the group, uh, very, very hard to see, other than they're just a different, you know, current of water within the rest of the still water around. Maeve. Uh, I will start with, um, are you trying to hit me? And I will create some duplicates. Okay. Um, and then... Uh, I will go ahead. Is there any place nearby that I can hide here? <laughs> Not nearby. Not really. You are in the middle of open water, uh, other than the the ramp and the globes, which are, I mean, 400 feet away from you. Then I will... Uh, um, I will go ahead and dodge. Okay. Gotcha. Um, all right. Uh, if that's the end of your turn. Uh, yes, hang on. Uh, just give me one second. Sorry. Sure. Uh, actually, just... Um, I'm going to not dodge. Uh, sorry, okay. disengage. And I will um, swim up just a smidge. Okay. Getting a little a little higher advantage there. A all little, right, a little movement. Yeah. You 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 stop your downward motion and instead kind of move yourself, uh, you know, upwards a bit. Um, this is almost as if we had a play mat that was sort of vertical. You'll be moving like this along your <laughs> your movement. Um, uh, as you do that and kind of stop yourself and move yourself backwards, looking down, you can start to see this swirl as it begins to get uh, closer. Um, and it swirls around Robin, uh, getting closer to her one particular one. As it does, 18 to hit Robin? <laughs> yeah. Um, it does grab onto her ankle and yank her. Um, as it does, you are going to take twelve bludgeoning damage wow. um, as it pulls the socket of your leg out of the other, and you just feel the pain. Oh, my that. hip! Yeah, yeah, your hip. Yeah, it's like a great chiropractic adjustment. Yeah. Except, uh, causes damage. Uh, <laughs> it's like Mr. Incredible. It's like, uh, 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 yeah. oh, oh. Yeah. Now you're right, Miss Robin. You're, you're gonna be good. 
um, as it you know yanks you in in that direction, um, I, and this little damage that it does, you can see again the form of a face within the current as it begins to sort of swirl around you. Um, it is going to do this again. Oof, that is a 19 to hit. Silvery barbs. Uh, I reroll. Okay. Yep. That is a 15 to hit. Does not hit. Okay, so as it grabbed the one leg, you then see the sort of swirl of water as it tries to grab the other leg, but you're able to, to pull it back using your magic as it just sort of closes around. You see little bubbles as it just misses. Um, another one comes forward, this time moving towards Silas. Uh, <laughs> Silas. <laughs> mm -hmm. Ooh, or... What's that? Mm -hmm. This one moves right up close to you as it comes right in front of your face and you can see the, the sort of circles and the swirls right in front of your face. Um, please make a strength saving throw. Ooh, nice. Uh, that is a dirty 20. A dirty 20, Ooh. all right. Um, all right, uh, you could feel this thing, It, it almost as if it has like you, like I said before, water seems to be moving through you rather than you displacing it. It's almost as if this, this whatever this is, it's almost sort of entered your cells and was trying to just overwhelm you and you know drag you away with it, uh, your your life force. But as it tries to do that, you you know push back out with all of the the strength of your own musculature that still exists. Uh, keeping it from sort of entering in and taking over your 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 cells. Um, for Ruza, you are next. All right. So when they were like swimming down, uh, one thing Ruza kept doing was like looking upward because there was a part of her that just thought that as soon as they got low enough that Ivy was going to plug them up down there or something. Like she was just slightly sort of like there's a little bit of a yes. Okay, I guess everything's fine. But uh, as these things start swirling around her, she instinctively, you know, of course, grabs her axe and she's like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. I I literally have an axe here. What are you doing? <laughs> Who is this? And she sort of, I mean, in her head, she realizes how ridiculous that is because it's water. What is an axe going to do? But she's sort of looking around like and like spinning around like aimlessly um, trying to like figure out what direction, I uh -huh. guess, the thing that's grabbing her so she can attempt to attack where it's coming from. Yeah, you you can see it. It's okay. just well sort of hidden within the water. There, there are absolutely, you can see the changes in current and are able to tell where one is. So yeah, go ahead. Uh, do okay. you want to attack one of the ones that's attacking Robin, the one that's attacking Silas, or just one of the other swirls in this area? Whichever one, I mean, that, that she can- How many do we think we see approximately? Oh. <laughs> that might require perception. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Ooh. Okay, which one can I can I see the most? Probably one the, either of the ones that are currently pestering Robin and Silas. Yeah. They seem okay. to have broken away from the kind of swirling pack of tide of, of current um, and have made themselves more individual. Okay, so she's immediately just gonna go. <gasps> And that's because she's figured out how to rage immediately. So she immediately <laughs> goes into rage mode and just, you know, gets her axe and throws it. Okay, let's see here. 14. A 14 to hit. Will yeah. hit. Okay, that is, I mean, 
seven, eight, nine damage. Okay. <laughs> and then the um, you know, as she throws it, it's back in her hand again. She's gonna throw it again. Same one. This is oh, this one hits. This is a twenty-two. Uh, so this is seven, eight, nine again. Nine again on mm-hmm. this one. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else? Um, she's gonna move. She's moving. She's gonna move. Uh, use her movements to get closer to Robin. Okay. Uh, you're moving over there. All right. As you move, um, mm-hmm. another one runs up behind you and begins to try to slam into you. Oh, these are terrible rolls. Um, that's a no, and then and, and a no. That's two misses. Uh, as it attempts to. And you're sort of swimming forward. Um, yeah, just whatever your sort of natural toughness is. Danger sense. Yeah, it bangs, <laughs> tries to bang into you, but you are strong enough, tough enough to avoid the hit as this 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 current of water tries to grab you. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, moving down to Neb. Is uh, how close are my friends as well as at least the creatures that I can see? Like, are, is everybody within like five, ten feet? I would say you're all in a fairly close clump. That seemed to be what you wanted. You didn't want to get a lot of distance from each other. That's that mm-hmm. is true. Okay, so uh, and is there one the one that grabbed my leg and yanked me? Yes. Do I still see it? No, that one seems to be more part of the swirling mass that's kind of circling the party. Okay. I'm going to eye the mass, and you'll see her say, you know, why doesn't anybody ever want to just talk to us first? (laughs) And as she says first, the water ripples around (laughs) her 10 feet out. Yes. um, As uh, I'm going to be really upset at all these creatures. So that was my bonus action um, until the start of my next turn. Uh, I and my allies have advantage on attack rolls against the enemies that could hear me. Oh, okay. Within 10 of oh, hear you. I like that one. Yep. Whoa. All right. So <laughs> you all have advantage on all of your attacks. Is that what I'm getting from this? Yeah. Wow, that's Until awesome. the end of my next turn, everybody has advantage on any of the creatures that are within 10 feet of me that could hear me. Incredible. All right. And um, then, go ahead. That was my bonus action. As as an action, I'm still eyeing the mass that's floating <laughs> around, uh, and and I'm gonna say because you know if if you just wanted to talk with us, then I wouldn't have to be doing this. <laughs> and I need it to make yes. a Constitution saving throw. Uh, one of them. The, uh, you're focusing on one. She's well. She's directing it at the mass. Okay. So I guess one of them in the well, actually. Is it is it area or is it? Oh, a single oh, you invoke both death and life upon a ten foot radius sphere oh. centered on a point within range. All right, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you three of okay. them. We'll go with that in that Perfect. little mass over so there. So I need three Constitution saving Constitution throws. saving throws. All right, I have a sixteen, a fifteen, and a fourteen. The fourteen fails. Okay. The fifteen and the sixteen pass. Okay. Um. Okay. So the ones that the one that failed is going to take eight necrotic damage. Ooh. The ones that succeed take half. Okay. Uh, you can see, you can spend what, um, and then, yeah, I'm going to feel that, like, grab onto something in the water and just pull on it. And I'm going to get a little bit of health back. Ooh. Because, 
because I, I haven't, I'm still burnt and the water like helped a little bit, but I wasn't yeah. thinking about the burns until just now. Uh, and that will be my turn. Fantastic. I'm going to roll a hit dice. Neb, Neb. sorry. I was going to say, I, for my silvery barbs, Neb, I'm going to give you my advantage for an ability check or anything that might come up. Okay. Okay. Thank awesome. Uh, Pivim uh, is going to kind of take your lead, Neb, and he's going to kind of swim up in front of you and uh, go, uh, and as he does, this this force sweeps out. You can all see he basically is making his own kind of wave of riptide towards this clump that has not, you know, that has been circling you all. And they are all going to make more constitution saving throws. Excellent. Uh, two fails and a save from him. Uh, let's roll some damage from dear old Pivum. 15 damage on the saves, on the, um, on the not save, and that'll be eight on the save. Oh, that one's right. over here. Okay. Uh, da, da, da. Okay, and they are pushed 10 feet farther away from the group as that happens. Um, Pivim turns around to you, Neb, and holds up a, a, a hand. <laughs> Absolutely. I which do not learned, leave him hanging. Which he learned from other friends. Um, all right. Um, however, one of the ones that was there, whatever the speed. Ooh, yeah, they move fast. Um, flies back in towards Pivim. Two solid hits on that. Um, ooh, yuck. Uh-oh. That's not a good face to see on a DM. No. 30 no. points. Oh. Is that over Yikes. his... Is that over his full? Uh, not quite. Pivim's oh. um, holding on. Um, Is he still conscious? He's still conscious. Oh. But you just saw, I mean, Pivim... Got, got pulled in one direction and the other as if he were dragged, uh, you know, through the water like a, you know, like the beginning of Jaws, right? He's just back and forth um, and just as he starts to scream uh, and you can practically hear his bones break with the force of these slams. Mm. Um, oh dear, that was bad. Uh, all right, that is that's turn. We have another one. This one is gonna rise up here on Maeve, sliding in with two hits. Oh, these are low. You guys are getting my low ones here. All right, that is a thir uh, an eleven, and okay, this will probably be it. Uh, twenty-three. Uh, first one will miss. Second one will hit my first duplicate. Your duplicate. Okay, so the first duplicate winks out of existence as as it, you know, sl sort of slides past you, uh, missing you, but taking out almost as if the, the image of it sort of dissipates into the water uh, around you, disappearing. Uh, Silas, your turn. I'm gonna, um, so there's one that is around Pivum right now? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, one around Pivum that's just, yeah, thrashed him back and But forth. then Pivum has moved two more 10-ish feet away. I What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to position myself close to Pivum. Mm -hmm. um, but then I want to be 
in a place where I can get at least those other two in a, I'm, I'm looking at a 30 foot cone. Yes. Um, and I want to get at least those two that he had initially pushed away, but then also the one that is next to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I can get lucky enough to position in a way to get any others, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get as many as I can in a 30 foot cone without gotcha. hitting anyone. So, so um, I'll, I'll allow it that you can kind of move so that you're next to Pivim. You can kind of get the one in front of him and then, and then try to again, grab the like at least one or two that are kind of on that other side. So we'll give you three. Okay. Got it. Um, so I am first as I uh, move to Pivim and I'm like, just muttering to myself, I- I'm like, I'm like, if, if, if I, uh, do this to try to, you know, heal him. I don't like, maybe it's better to just kill him first, you know, and I'm like literally talking mm. out loud, um, like, uh, as I, as I'm doing that. And, um, so then as I, uh, rush forward, uh, toward him, um, I actually, as I am winding up a punch, I am, uh, I'm actually just going to say, all right, come on, Pivim, it's time, Like you need to turn into a giant pink shark or something. Um, and, uh, and then I am going to, as a bonus action saying that, uh, give Pivim inspiration. Hey. Uh, so in the, in the next hour, he can roll a D8 anytime he needs to, uh, uh including on saving throws. Cool. Um, so, uh, but then, um, that but then part of that bonus action i also get to land or try to land a punch awesome so uh so i'm going to follow through with that first on the one that's next to pivum okay and uh that's a 15 15 to hit will hit okay and that is um it's going to be uh let's see that is nine points of uh bludgeoning damage but it is magical it is okay um and and then after that, that was all bonus action. And then, and, then, and then I am going to uh, put both hands to my temples. And you see my eye just really illuminate the, the place for just a second. And then you see the water just like pulse out in front of Silas as he just slams telekinetic energy in that direction. They need to make uh, constitution saving throws, the three of them. Okay. Uh, versus what? It is going to be a 16. Okay, uh, the first two succeed. This third one fails. Okay. So then the one, let's see. Right, let me roll these more than one at a time. <laughs> I know. Um, so uh, the one that failed is going to take 24 points of force Ooh. damage. Um, the ones that failed, 12 points. Okay. And um, the one that failed, um, I am actually going to continue to push it. Um, let, let me see how far uh, it'll be. Sorry, I clicked on the wrong thing. Uh, it'll okay. be uh, 15 feet away. Okay. F- 15 more feet the away. one that failed goes 15 yes. more feet. Okay. So, yes. So, um, you you know, you, you get sort of behind Pivim and throw this punch around as it, you feel it connect because of all of that, that magical energy behind it. Um, and then as it, as, as the energy ricochets out from your, your light, you can see that all of them are kind of illuminated by it. Um, and the, the one that failed just again, almost like, um, 
oh, I'm trying to think, like like you're creating your own jet stream of water. You just kind of push it and it cycles circling back further away. This is the one that was already still pretty far away. It is now another 15 feet. So we're looking at 25 feet away now it has been moved. Got it. Anything else? That, that, that's it, I'll stay there beside Pit. I, I'll actually impose myself as much as I can. I understand like with, um, you know, movement and threatening yeah. or whatever but but the concept is silas is trying to get between pivot and, 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 the, and thing. the thing okay so there is also there is another one that's on you technically because of the clump that you're in i'm not doing op attacks with this okay. because you're all kind of then you know, then, you know maneuvering si around silas did the taekwondo so yes. he's like trying to turn shoulders to yes. where he, he's like you know pairing them up with his shoulders you're but, all just yeah. kind of you know moving around each other uh you know you're you're in a you're in a clump of of fighting here yeah. um there this one that got furthest pushed away has not yet taken its turn you can see it sort of skid almost to a stop from that push um and it does a little kind of whirl and it rockets itself towards you silas um who oh yeah this is a new guy silas please make a strength saving throw Uh, that one is a 17. A 17. All right. Again, you feel as if it's trying to enter the cells of your body to 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 basically sort of grab onto your every piece of your fabric of who you are. Uh, but you just uh, grit those muscles and it seems to sort of be forced back out. Um, uh, having made no, oops, uh, no impact. Dropping dice. Oh, floor dice. No. Oh, floor dice. No. Um, all right. We are back up to Robin. So I have one that I'm engaged with, correct? You have one that you are engaged with, yes. Okay. Uh, Robin's just going to call out to everyone. I know what's about to happen to me. Just worry about Pivum. I'm going to go down. I'm going to go fighting. And I'm, she's going to hold out her finger and... <laughs> Firebolt this creature. Whoa, okay, go ahead. And you do have advantage. Oh, I do. Okay, yeah. Oh, I would have two on that punch, right? Um, Yeah, you hit anyways, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. Oh, okay. could, have been a, could have been a 20. Yeah, no, it's it's fine. Okay? I just, I forgot. My, I my, also got my, distracted. Yeah. I did the yeah. thing, oh, and then everybody's issue. been rolling. Do a Me saving too. throw. Do a saving <laughs> throw. <laughs> Me too. Um, 22 to hit. 22 will absolutely hit the one that you're engaged with. Come on, give me something good. No! <sighs> the lowest rolls ever. Uh, five points of fire damage. Fire damage. All right. Let me do, 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 double check this. Okay, cool. Uh, five points of fire damage. Um, it absolutely sort of lights it up and you even see like almost it's like a little a little mist or something is made in the little you know air bubble created by your firebolt which then gets immediately uh subsumed there uh but for that little bit you've sort of you know evaporated a small piece of it um is that all you want to do um and then as a bonus action she's just gonna poof out of existence and 30 feet in some sort of away from this clump okay um, do you want to go sideways, up, down? Uh, I want to go down. Down 30 feet. Might be more of them. Uh, I'm going to go up. Up 30 feet. Yep. All right. Robin disappears and appears 30 feet above you. She's completely so, blocking. Is it by me now? Are, are you, you, I mean, you were- Because I had gone, I had swum yeah. up. 
So okay. you're, yeah, so she's probably up by you. The two of you up there completely block the little tiny pinpoint of light that was coming through that uh, pool far, far away now. Uh, anything else, uh, Robin? All right, Maeve, your turn. She just appeared next to you. All right, well, that's wonderful because uh, I can use that to my advantage as I uh, warn this uh, creature that's on me to stay put. Okay. Um, so I will attack using my letter opener. Um, <laughs> thank you for the advantage. Uh, so that's a 23 to hit. Oof, that'll hit, absolutely. And that's going to be this, plus this, plus this, this, and then and that's another day. With the blade, and it is wreathed in that potential energy if it decides to move. And then I am okay. going to swim uh, up again out of its way, and it doesn't get up. It doesn't get fantastic. Yeah, I attacked it. <laughs> Fantastic. So yeah, your letter opener comes out and, and again, you can see it slicing through water, which is such a strange thing, but it's almost as if it's that sharp uh, that you're able to sort of dismember a piece of it that disappears, you know, absorbing into the rest of the water um, as you then sort of, again, swim your way up away from it, um, but easily, easily. This is nothing like swimming underwater before. This is just almost as if you're floating in air. Uh, anything else, Maeve? Uh, that's it for this. All time. right. The one on Robin. Uh, it. Mm. Well, it's not on her anymore, right? Because she. Oh, that's she... right. It was right. It's down there. So the one that was on you and you did 30 feet. Mm -hmm. But it can go more than that. Uh, it's going to follow you. <laughs> um, it's gonna even have enough to go around the clump and not uh, worry about uh, any of that. It is going to swim towards you like a speeding bullet so fast. It almost, you can see it compress itself into a tiny little stream as it zoom right towards you. And you feel it begin to try to enter your cells. Please make a strength saving throw. Do I get an advantage on that, uh, uh, Lauren? No, because the thing that I gave was advantage on attack rolls. However, oh. <laughs> I am going to, uh, Miss Robin, don't be talking about things like that. And um, I, you are going to feel slightly inspired oh. by those words, or maybe like you know, you, like you uh, were given a little bit of, of help in this moment. So you can roll a d6 and add that to the saving throw. I shall roll the d6 for sure. Uh, give me six. Give me six. Uh, 16. 16? You make it. Oh my gosh. As you begin to feel it try to enter into your cells, you just grit on, you hear Neb's, you know, words and it strengthens you and you just, whew, you're able to maintain your own boundary between this water thing and yourself. Uh, that is its turn. All right, I've got one of the ones on Silas. Uh, it's gonna try for two of these. That is a 17 and a 19 to hit you. I am 
the 17 misses as the um, other one almost hits, I'm going to just wave my hand and telekinetic energy is going to um, stop that from, from All right. Uh, it's almost like it's just swirling around you as it tries. And you're dodging as this energy of, of water. Again, it just if anyone were to look at you, it would just be sort of bubbles and currents surrounding you as you uh, avoid it. Um, that was its turn for Ruza. Oh, you're muted. Mm -hmm. I was laughing and I didn't want to be disruptive <laughs> to the flow of the game. You guys make me laugh. Um, okay, so Furza is uh, now, she has moved over to where Robin was. Robin took off. And so the thing took off, like basically after her. Yes, you so, have one on you too. Again, no op attack because you're in the clump. Uh, yeah, so, okay. yeah. So the one that's... So, Absently, Feruza notices that, like her bag, there's something in her messenger bag that's slung around her. She notices there's something, there's like a stirring in that messenger bag, like absently, but she just forgets it because she's surrounded by water creatures. She's going to reach for her axe, look at it, and go, can do this again, do it again, throws it up in the air, cracks it in half, like intimidatingly yes. toward the monster. Yes. <laughs> so you don't throw it up in the air you throw it up in the water but it moves through it as though it is there again just little little bubbles and things and swirling around it as it comes back down in two pieces almost floating into your hands as you close your knuckles around the hilt hilt and one is lightning yes. and one she's like let's try something different yes fire the gavel nice oh, i forgot she has elemental cleaver so she's going to one two yes after the monster okay we got moved twice Ooh, yeah that will be oh the first one's advantage or the second one? just the first one they're all advantaged Until... all of them are advantaged oh get it i love you neb <laughs> okay so let's 24 to hit. To that'll hit <laughs> absolutely Okay, the first one's gonna be the lightning. Or 15 for the first one. Oh, 15. 15 plus because I use elemental cleaver, I get 1d6, so it's 15 plus a d6. So 20 dirty. Woo! That's wow. 20 uh, points of damage. Right, I mean. 20 points of damage. Yep. The second one uh -huh. is going to be. Oh, natural 20. Oh! Yes! Should even need the whatever for that one. Let's see. I'm so and glad yeah. I got you get that gift of that weighted die. <laughs> <laughs> a weighted digital die. Yeah, a weighted digital dice. I, I called them up and I said, hey, for old time's sake. <laughs> They're nice, right? The dice are nice. I just need a favor. Yeah. Come on. I got this, I like this mean DM. You know, yeah. she's not there. <laughs> okay, it's also going to be, it's going to be 14. Was three. 17 points of damage. That'll hit. <laughs> oh, well, that's, that's the damage. Yeah. So 17 damage? Yeah. You doubled it and did everything? Oh, for I did. For your critical double. hit? So, so 17, 34. Oh my God. Right? <laughs> 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 
It's like a toilet flushing. That's what noise it makes when the water goes away. <laughs> so on this one swirl of of water surrounding you, you just, you know, you throw this, it's, you know, they float back into your hands. Your your lightning axe just slices right through it. Uh, you know, if, if it could, in the bubbles, you'd hear a little... Um, oh. As you slice through it, then the gavel comes down. <laughs> um, as this one, you know, again, it's um, the 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 gavel almost as if you were hitting into a puddle. It seems to sort of flatten it and spread it out to the sides. Again, it's all in water, but it's as if this is like this water has a little oil in it or something that gives it just a slightly different density, so you can see it within the mix of this other water. Anything else, Feruza? No, I just want to say, when the gavel goes down, she definitely says, order! <laughs> All right, so this creature that you have just uh, ordered into submission here uh, is so angry at you, and you're right there, and it's its turn. So it is going to slam back with terrible numbers. Why don't I get advantage? <laughs> Those are both. Hey, ch check and your PO box. I mean... <laughs> Pivim gets advantage, so in a way, you do get oh advantage. Deb, you didn't want to advantage my monsters? Come on. <laughs> it was like, well, uh, no, they didn't want to talk to me, and so they don't get advantage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, they both of their attacks miss. Um, so yes, Feruza, it is so demoralized by your, <laughs> your attack that this water creature just can't get it together. It just goes poof. <laughs> just pouts. Just the water mouth in front of you. Like this. Yeah, the water mouth just flips upside down uh, as it is unable to make any dent in your prowess here. Um, all right, Neb, it is your turn. Real quick. What I'm picturing is it's like me and maybe like there's now two clumps of us if I'm picturing it right. So there's there's the clump above with Robin and um, Maeve, and then a clump below that is you, Silas, Feruza. There are two up there with uh, uh, Robin and um, Maeve. Down here, you've gotten four separate kind of individual attacks. Okay. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to do it that way. Um, Neb's going to pull out her rock and just kind of hold it in her, the palm of her hand and mm -hmm. almost like weirdly it starts to float. And as it's floating in the air, the swirls around it that usually look like the the purples and blues of space kind of they don't just go up they kind of come out in a interesting circular pattern and i'm gonna place it right next to uh silas and i and okay. Pivim and feruza um and so what that is is if you so it's like essentially five feet away if you take five feet of movement and move into its space you'll get a d6 of hit points back at the start of your turn um and i i get one of those because there's a lot mm -hmm. of these things and and neb is like we all took a, a pretty bad hit um so that's gonna stay there and while she's like squinting at it concentrating on it her grin is going to get wider and her teeth are going to get sharper and her face elongates as she is going to turn into a shark. Woo! Yes! 
Woohoo, Nip Shark! Uh, uh, yeah, but yeah. become a shark. I be shark. <laughs> back, it's back. The reef shark. Um, and then is there anyone by in in and around? I know I can't attack this turn, but I want to get within melee distance of something. Oh yeah, they're all in melee distance of you. Okay, uh, then you are there. You all are right. Then I will I will just stay there yep. and big wide toothy shark grin at yes. something and chonk 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 chonk. Fantastic. Uh it is now Pivim's turn. Uh Pivim, having heard Silas's suggestion and seen what you did, he he gives one week as he moves into the aura of your thing. He gets what a D6, you said? A D6. D oh, sorry. Uh, of the health. healing, yeah. The healing, yes, the D healing. D8 on the inspiration. I rolled a one, oh. so he heals oh, no. one point. But oh. he then also, poof, into a fancy little reef shark. Ah, oh, um, nice. Shark pack, yes. But, it, but is, yes. It is it pink? <laughs> I was just going to say, uh, normally, you know, the reef sharks have the little, like, tips of black uh, just <laughs> for fun and flavor because it makes no difference. Yes, his has little little pink tips. Yay! He's a pink tipped shark. Way to go, Crash! Uh, <laughs> Love it. Uh, Crash uh, also still has an action, um, so Crash is going to use his pack tactics with his reef shark buddy over there, and uh, go ahead and have taken advantage attack on one of these things. There we go. Uh, that's a that's an eighteen to hit, which will. So I need one of these. Oh, thank goodness we've got similar dice here. All right. Okay, so he does not make a big dent in it. And um, you all do sort of notice that as he, he bites down with his, his teeth into this area, it is almost like it, it moves around the teeth. So it takes a little bit of the damage, but not as much ah, as he was hoping he would get with that that enormous uh, chomper there. Um, but that will be his turn, uh, at which point the one that he is attempting to bite is going to, has he done this? No. He's gonna make a strength saving throw as this creature attempts to slide into his cells. Uh, and he can do this D8 from you on that. On his saving throw, yes. And, and sharks are pretty strong. Sharks are pretty strong, but that was a very bad roll. So he's oh. going to try and add this d8. Come on, eight. That's not good. He fails. Come on, Crash. <laughs> he's had a bad, bad round or two. He's had a bad round or two. He's, he's, he's disadvantaged by my bad rolling here. It's okay, he's um, got this, the HP of a shark right He has now. the HP of the shark right now, which is okay. <laughs> it's better than the, the what he had before, probably. <laughs> um, There's like a one health. Oh. Okay. Okay. Um, you all, or you know, Neb and Silas and uh, and Feruza, those of you who are close, you can see as it seems to sort of enter into his body. And even though he had been easily breathing the water around him, it's almost like it is starting to strangle 
uh, close tightly around his neck. You can even see the sort of bulging around his neck as he begins to have trouble uh, breathing. It also begins no. to kind of squish him um, in that no. space. No, he's little. He's little. Um, all right, that is Pippin. That is its turn. This one is the one that was on Maeve, and if it moves, it has a problem, but it, Maeve moved up 10. Ooh, interesting, but Robin- I moved there. up more than Oh, you 10. moved up, okay. Yeah, you moved I, up I had my whole movement. Okay, oh, you had a great, so you, yeah, you went up 30 feet, so you're, you're far out, but uh, 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 Robin is still there, I believe, <laughs> within <laughs> striking distance, uh, and this thing has not used its thing yet. Robin, it tries oh. to enter your cells. Please make a strength saving throw. Okay. Oh no, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh. Oh shit. That's a natural one. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll allow, we'll allow the PG-13 right there. So we, we get we six of them six of them before we get the upgrade to yeah, the, yeah that's yeah. it. Thirteen bludgeoning damage, okay. and it immediately becomes impossible to breathe as it begins to tighten down around your throat. Oh, uh, it's really hard to breathe when you're unconscious and dead. Oh well, oh, that'll do no. it as well. Oh, She's out. No. Um, oh no! Interesting. Interesting. Okay, hold on. Okay, uh, hold on. Keep my notes going here. Oh, this is perfect timing. <laughs> you gotta love a, a story moment 10 minutes before the end here. <laughs> um, all right. All right. Uh, that is its turn, Silas. <sighs> Good grief. Um, okay. Uh, Miss Robin's about 30 feet up, right? Mm -hmm. So. All right. Silas is like working this out faster than uh, Adam probably is because again, okay. he's been like working on the mind palace thing. Yeah. Like turning yeah. this on and turning this off. And, mm -hmm. um, and so he's trying to, uh, anytime he used to be on his old jobs, he would be like thinking through like, what's the most efficient path like what's going to be fastest to get out or, you know, whatever. And uh -huh. so he's trying, he's trying to like crunch that super fast in his head right now of like, what is going to, you know, be the best spending of his energy. Right. And so right. his, uh, what, what he comes mm -hmm. up with there is, um, is he is going to uh, just, you know, kind of keep floating where he is, but then you see his eye, uh, you know, lights up like really, really bright, but then the other eye lights up uh, temporarily Whoa. and you see that it kind of like starts, you know, radiating out in, into this space. And then uh, he, uh, he just yells, I've had enough of this. And as he does, like everybody, <laughs> um, like er everybody around, like er that would be everybody in the party. Okay. Um, Except maybe Maeve, Maeve is about 60 feet away. Oh, she's that far. So I no, not Maeve. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't know she was that far. I was yeah. going to float up a little bit, but if she's that far, I'm not doing that far. Okay. Um, so, um, so everybody except for Maeve is going to, um, basically for the next minute, 
you are going to have advantage on wisdom saving throws is probably isn't as helpful right now but then um death saving throws you are going to have advantage on those and then you're going to regain the maximum number of hit points possible from any healing Okay. okay so then silas is going to use his bonus action to then uh say miss robin come on wake up spit it out spit it out and um as he says that the healing energy comes there and then the maximum that she would get there is going to be 13 hit points all right nice so so robin wakes up okay yeah she's still being strangled but she's awake um all i can't right. do much about the strangling right now miss robin <laughs> anything <laughs> else for you silent uh, also next to you you know pivim is also being strangled and neb and you know feruza have i mean there's you know four of them on you guys yep all right all right action great. economy action yeah. economy <laughs> <laughs> nope nope that was that was amazing one of the one that's on you uh slams into you twice with terrible rolls and misses. Good lord. <laughs> it's the only way we're gonna survive this. We're gonna survive this, my bad luck. <laughs> through, their, through their abject failure. <laughs> <laughs> They're just unlucky today. Um, <laughs> you know um, what? It's a win regardless. It's a mm-hmm. win. Mm-hmm. A win is a win. <laughs> Take out the, the fire bowl, but the current. <laughs> We're like, <laughs> watch out for the riptide. Um, <laughs> Always the unexpected encounter that, that gets We're like, woo. So uh, we are back up to Robin. Um, immediately at the start of your turn, you're going to take 13 bludgeoning damage as it <laughs> oh. down on your throat. And you, and I believe, she's up and she's out. And you have out. advantage on death saving throws. Yeah, FYI. thank you. Okay. Um, <laughs> And then so if that anyone else you, heals you, then goes, oh! you get maximum from that. Does that take oh. you like right to zero? Or it is does. Yeah. Oh, so I, I, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. All the way to zero. Okay, got it. Never Let's mind. make it is now Robin's turn. That was the start of her turn. Because of the squeezing, she takes this bludgeoning damage. It is now your turn, Robin. Let's make a death saving turn. Give it a damage. Oh, it's a fail. It's a fail. You rolled two dice under 10. I got a three and a four. <laughs> it's a little bit of my luck like, rubbing up yeah. on you there. The dice are like, nope. Nope. <laughs> Nope's Maeve. all around. I know. Maeve, you are 30 feet above the fray looking down. You see Robin's eyes open and then close again as she wilts in the in the, the just strangling grasp of this current. I will, um, with my blade, uh, unsheathed like a, mm. a, a, a swordfish. <laughs> and there's still there's down. three of you, right? Or four of you. Right now there are three of me. One three of, of you. disappeared in the Atlantic. Three of me, swordfish style, swim down toward whatever's attacking Robin. And I will, uh, tell it, well, I, I, hmm. Yeah, I've got to have it not moved for the sake of things, but hopefully we can get her out of the way at some point. Okay. So, please don't suck. Please don't suck. We have no advantage, right? Not anymore, no. It's a 19. It's a 19 hit. We'll hit. Oh, eight. 
16, 17, 18, 19, 23 to hit, uh, 23 points of damage. 23 points of damage. And it is wreathed in the, in the, if it moves, owie energy. Ah, okay. Um, it moves, and owie. As a bonus action, I would like to, may I, I'm going to disengage mm-hmm. from it to be there to try and help Robin. Okay. If I can do anything to, so it's not going to, well, I don't need to disengage because I attacked it. Never mind. Uh, can I, I am going to disengage because I'm going to stay put. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Thinking that out as I was doing it. We will, we will end this uh, story for today on this last roll. Uh, Maeve, Robin, there are two in your vicinity. One is holding on to Robin. The other slams into you, Maeve. Oh my God. Those are not great. Uh, Let's see. 13s, double 13s. Uh, will. Gonna miss you? Is gonna miss. Okay, yeah. so it doesn't even get rid of your duplicates. Um, <sighs> but as you all are looking up at, you know, the, the flickering life of Robin uh, and these things swirling around them and swirling around yourselves down below, uh, you begin to sense that probably a rest might have been a good idea. <sighs> Good night, everyone. (laughs) Thank you all so much for being here with us. We'll see you in two weeks. Uh, And remember, we are what we believe we are. Good night. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Children of Erte. To learn more about Demiplane, visit demiplane.com and embark on your own adventure today.